Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. What are you drinking? Vinny. Cake bread. Chardonnay. Amy, Mick Ultra. Vinny and Amy. 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Amy, 105.7 The Fan. Woman Crush Wednesday. You pick the song. We'll play them. Favorite female artist or band. We got a little En Vogue here, Nolan. Yeah, you got it. You weren't even alive when this song came out. Good you. Like most songs we play here. Yeah. <laughs> well, not my fault you missed all the cool music. You got all right. this crap that's out there. And, uh, never mind. I'm not. That's right. I gave myself a New, a new Year's resolution. I'm not going to rag on music. Okay. Because this song's actually pretty cool. I got yeah, this problem. is good. See what happens with that next song. Anyway, Orioles are down in Sarasota. Pitchers and catchers, they've been there. Full squad workout yesterday. Exhibition opener Saturday against the Boston Red Sox. Ravens told four players, maybe not bye-bye, but didn't extend them. Nelson Aguilar sticking around, that's for sure. Free agency starts in less than a month. Here to talk about both subjects. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato, Nolan McGraw. We welcome in on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. You can hear him weeknights on the fans shaking it up sports. He's our friend and yours. He's Cordell Woodland. Cordell, what's up, man? What's going on, guys? We'll start with the Orioles. Doing all right, man. Appreciate the time as always. We were just talking about Jackson Holiday and his potential role for the Orioles here in 2024. If he doesn't make the opening day roster, are you going to be losing your mind? Because he will play for the Orioles this year, but would that be some sort of an egregious mistake by Mike Elias and Brandon Hyde to choose to leave him at Norfolk maybe for a couple of swings there in April, maybe into May? No, I don't I don't think it'd be a, a failure or anything like that. I mean, we saw uh last year with Grayson, he didn't you know, he didn't come up with the team at the start of the season and he ended up making his way up here fairly early, uh, not too long after that due to injury circumstances. But um it was a struggle for him to where he had to go back. And, you know, it wasn't until the second stint where Grayson really started to show consistent flashes of the type of player that he is. I mean um, you think of a guy like Gunnar Henderson, who who started off the year slow last year and ended up really turning it on. So, I mean, it, the start of the season isn't the important thing to me. It, it's all about what what he looks like when he eventually is up here. The goal is for whenever he does 
join this major league club is, is for him to stay there. So um, if they feel like he needs, you know, a little more time in Norfolk, so, so be it. But it, it doesn't change my outlook on his career trajectory right now. Now, Cordell, we heard from Cole Irvin earlier. He met with the media yesterday. He's lost some weight. He's improved his core. He had a disappointing season, understatement, 2023, because he was brought in to be the number two starter in this rotation. And after three starts, he was gonzo. Now he's here because of injuries and circumstance. He's in the five-man rotation. Is Cole Irvin a guy that we might be maybe underestimating as being someone that can give them some innings and provide quality out of the rotation this year? Yeah, I mean, look, I, I'm going to be honest. I don't have high expectations for Cole Irvin. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if he can turn out to be one of those veteran arms that they can rely on, whether it's in the pen or on any given week on the back end of their rotation, that that that's a win for them. I just think they need him to be – uh, a lot more efficient than he was at various points last year. And if he can give them that, that, that'd be great. I mean, the, this team's calling card is pitching and defense right now. So they can't have too many scenarios to where their starter is getting, you know, rocked in the first five innings of the game, which at times turned out to be the case for Cole Irvin last year. So I, I'm, I'm curious to see what type of role he gets him, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's one of those hybrid types of arms for them to where, yeah, he'll be in the bullpen, but depending on what's going on with the rotation, especially health-wise, we could see him on the back end of the rotation as well. If he's in the rotation and duplicates what Gibson did last year, are we going, okay, we're cool with that? Oh, yeah, I, I would be okay with that. I mean, that, first of all, that's better than what he gave you last year. Correct. <laughs> I, 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 you'll, you'll take that uh, for sure. But, yeah, Gibby, I thought, was a, you know uh, – was a guy that they could at least count on to take the ball every fifth day. You didn't know what you were going to get from him, and sometimes it wasn't pretty, but he found a way to maneuver a lot of times throughout the games. And so uh, if, if that's the type of pitcher Cole Irvin's going to be to where, you know, he may get in some trouble, but he finds his way out of it more times than not, that that's a win for them for sure. Cordell Woodland joining us here, Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Hey, Cordell, with Matt Abike, you know, I would – I would think the best scenario is if they could get a deal, but I was telling Bob, five for a hundred, I'm guessing that doesn't even get it done. Yeah, I'm 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 not even necessary it's tough for me to envision them getting a long term deal with Matt Abike done right now. Um because I think right now the price is too high. Um it ain't I think going down. It, it may it may not go down and if it does, I don't know if that's a po- who that's a positive for. But for me, when you have a defensive tackle that has the year that Matt Abike just had this year, you got to show me that again. You, you got to show me that again. And right now, with the year that he's coming off of, he's too expensive. He's too expensive. And it's not that the Ravens want the production to go down, but I, I think that they would like to get a probably a more realistic thing. And look, if he goes out there and does it back to back years, and you know that's kind of he's showing you that that's kind of who he is. But he, if he comes out next year and and that 12, 13 sacks goes down to, what, eight, nine sacks, and, you know, he, he's still a good run defender, still a guy that can put pressure on the quarterback. I'll take that, but it's it's a night and day difference, I think, from paying for a guy that just led all interior pass rushers uh, in sacks this year. So I, I think he's a stud. I really do. But I just think with the type of position that he plays and with the year that he just had, I don't know if he can duplicate that again. 
Now, Cordell, when you look at the receiving core now, because, you know, Zay Flowers is going to be there, although he may get a suspension from the league. We'll see, you know, when we get closer to the season. But they've got three, you know, and kind of what I was talking yesterday about is, are they better off going and signing a, like a Saquon Barkley type guy? Because there's a lot of quality running backs out there because they're not going to cost much. Whereas a receiver, a T Higgins is going to cost you the same as Matabike, you know, so you can't afford that. So you're better off. You can probably get a stud running back for anywhere between, I don't know, three and 8 million per year. Yeah. Yeah. I think there are some quality backs out there and I don't even know if they necessarily have to go the Saquon route. I mean, I think Saquon would be good for them, but I, I struggle to kind of see that happening. Um, but, yeah, I think if they could get a, a, a really good running back, that could kind of make up for some of the issues maybe at the wide receiver position. They need they, – the running back position is something I don't think they can overlook. I'll acknowledge that, you know, Lamar boosts the running game, you know, already, and whatever running back you put back there, their production is going to go up because they're going to be back there with Lamar. Um, but they have to get somebody that they can lean on in the run game on their own, you know. And I think that's been a part of, a part of their issues in the playoffs as to why they have kind of abandoned the run at times. It's, it's tough to lean on the run game when your leading rusher is your quarterback. How, how are you leaning on the run game at that point? And I'm not condoning them giving six carries to their running backs. Obviously, that's not enough. But, again – it's tough. It's, 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 it's kind of easy to go away from the run game when, when Justice Hill and, and, and Gus Edwards are the ones back there as opposed to maybe a Josh Jacobs or a Saquon Barkley, to your point. You're probably going to have a tougher time not giving those types of guys the ball. So I do think they need a running back back there that they can lean on. And the other thing, Cordell, is is kind of when you look at it, and you, you, know, you look at Lamar, um, he loves throwing to Andrews. He loves throwing to Zay. I mean, that's one and two or two and one, however you want to determine it. And then you got Likely, all right? And then he likes throwing to Aguilar. You know, where is another receiver fit in where is if you have a back, he threw a lot to the backs. And and I just think of, you know, the way that, you know, you only have one football, and if you go pay another big-time receiver, he's still going to throw to Zay, and he's still going to throw to Mark, you know, because – um, let's face it, Odell had, what, 34 catches, something like that? Yeah, but, I mean, I, I hear you, and, and to, a, to a degree, I do agree with what you're saying. Lamar has shown throughout his career. He's got, you know, two guys that he's usually going to lean on in the past game, usually no more than two guys. Um, but I don't think if you bring – and I'm not saying that this is what they should do, but if they were to get a Mike Evans, so if they were to get a T. Higgins, I don't think that those guys would be fading to black. I think you find a way to get those guys the ball, especially a Mike Evans. I mean, how, how can you not get Mike Evans the football? Um, and so I, I hear you on Zay and 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 Mark. Uh, Nelly is look. Nelly got limited opportunities this year and was just crazy efficient with his mm-hmm. numbers. You know, he when he's out there, he's the guy that I think he was their best scramble drill wide receiver, probably next to Zay. Next to Zay, I'd say it was Nelly. He just that he made a living off that, especially in the red zone. But I, I, I do think if they were to get a stud wide receiver, I feel like they, they would be able to find uh, a way to get that guy the ball. And look, could that mean maybe less targets for somebody else? Probably because, like you said, it's only one ball. But I don't, I don't necessarily believe that they need um, 
the star-studded receiver. I put something out there on social media the other day saying that the Ravens wide receiver core was average and people went crazy thinking that meant they needed to go get all elite talent. No, that's not what I mean. And maybe I misspoke saying the wide receiver core, I think in its totality, they just need more talent on the offensive side of the ball. So to your initial question of the running back, uh, boosting the running back room will kind of make it so that you don't need to go out there and get a big-name wide receiver, to your point, and vice versa. But I, I do think they need more guys that can make plays on this offense. Odell, he was good for what he was good for, but I don't think on the field they got ex- everything that they were probably hoping to get. Cordell, you correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm trying to think back to the Ravens had a stretch where they were scoring over 30 points every game, and they were – killing everybody offensively. Mm -hmm. I want to say that Keaton Mitchell was healthy and a big part of it. So the point I'm making is, is if you have another home run hitter in the back, it just changed the offense totally, totally. It does. It does. It changes everything because, number one, the Ravens' strength is the run game. They're the best team at running the football. So when you do give them that home run hitter at uh, at a position that may not be a premium position in the NFL, but it's a premium position for them because of how they are when they run the ball and the success that they have as a team. So that is a premium position for them. So when you have a guy in that role that is a home run hitter that can make plays out of the backfield, yes, it makes that offense so tough to guard because now – they can beat you both ways, as opposed to a couple years ago where they were heavy one-dimensional. This is a team now that can beat you with the pass. They showed that. But they need that. They need the run game to be just as good, if not better. And I know they put up stat-wise they were getting over 100 yards. But, again, Lamar Jackson is a big part of that. I want to see what this run game looks like when Lamar's not – you know, the the total answer for them. And maybe that's Keaton. I don't know what he looks like coming off this injury, but they do. I think the days of Lamar leading this team in rushing kind of need to be over. Cordell Woodland, shaking it up. Sports, what's happening on the next program, Cordell? Yeah, I'll be on tonight from 6 to 7. Quick show, uh, as Mike Popovic, he'll be on from 7 to 9. So we'll recap a lot of the things that went on over the weekend. You guys mentioned the update. Uh, with Zay, I think earlier in the show I was listening, and we'll talk about some of these positions. Matt Abike, we're in the franchise tag window now, so I mean, we're all expecting to hear the Ravens franchise tag Matt Abike at any point now. It's just a matter of when. Cordell Woodland, appreciate the time as always. We'll be listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Cordell. There's Cordell, everybody. It's Vinny at Haney, 105.7. The fan will come back. It's the whip around what happened in the world of sports last night. We'll talk about that. You want to get in, you can at 410-583-1057. Talk about the Orioles' five-man rotation, the way it sits right now on February 21st. Does it need upgrading, or do we just ride the storm out? I'm preaching patience. For the time being, for the Ravens, they have a long offseason, a lot of work to be done. We'll again defer to the experts in that regard. How many times they've been in the playoffs in the last six, seven years? And for the Maryland Terrapins, I guess uh, we're beyond, we're, we're losing patience. I think it's now becoming an inevitable end to the season of no dancing for you.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Vinny and Hades with... Brought to you by Box Hill Pizzeria and Crab Cakes. The best crab cakes in Harford County. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Hattie, 1057 The Fan here on this Woman Crush Wednesday. Bob Hattie, Vinny Serrato, Nolan McGraw, he's over there. We'll be talking to him in a few minutes once we get to that zany fun house of his. But last night in the world of sports on the ice, the Capitals trying to claw themselves back into playoff consideration. Took a New Jersey and the grade eight. Hey, he was great last night. Oshie dancing, a beautiful move to set up Pacioretty to the front. Strom blocked, follow-up chance, Ovechkin scores to cap it off. After a goal drought, he's been on fire. That was Joe B, by the way, Joe Beninati from Monumental Sports. Two goals last night for Alexander Ovechkin as the Caps drub the Devils 6-2. Big win for Washington, still chasing. Kind of a tough L for the old Devils there. As we're in the, uh, you know, not stretch run of the season, but, you know, we're in the far turn. How's that sound? Yeah, I mean, Bob, for the Devils, you had said this earlier. I mean, because they're, they're like, right outside the playoffs. Detroit is the last team in in the wild card right now with 64 points. And going into the game, New Jersey had 60. So, I mean, at 62, then, you know, I mean, they're, they're right there. That was a huge loss for them. The Caps sit at 58 right now. You know, so, I mean, they're six goals. They haven't scored six goals in one game in a long, long time. So, it was it was a good effort by the Caps. Uh, Ovi and Strom, they play together. Each had three points in the game last night. So, that was big for them. Power play was good. So, that was, that was a really – they took it to them. They were the more physical team. And I told you off air, the Devils – the Devils got issues because they're not a very physical team and they don't have good goaltending. They have a ton of skill guys, but they're not physical skill guys. So when they get up against big physical teams, they struggle more. Washington will be at Tampa tomorrow. Tampa right now with 65 points, so they're in 
the big old Stanley Cup final of Stanley Cup playoff party, yeah. but you know they're not in a secure situation by any stretch. No, Tampa's sitting at sixty-five points, Bob. They're the first wild card, but Philly in the Metro, they're they're third in. You know they got sixty-five points. So I mean, Tampa's Tampa's right there. I wonder if Ed's going to the game. He's in. He's down there. He maybe even going to that game tomorrow night. I don't know. That has not checked in with me since he went on vacation. It's Vinny and Haiti, 1057 The Fan here on this Woman Crush Wednesday. NBA, second half, if you want to call it that. They're way past the halfway point in actual games played, but it starts tomorrow. Washington Wiz at Denver. Washington 9 and 45. They've lost eight in a row. They're getting 15 and a half points tomorrow against the defending NBA champions. Baseball news, Nolan. This is going to break your heart. Eric Hosmer retired today after 13 seasons. We all know and love him from the 2014 ALCS, don't we? Didn't know he was still playing. He, he fell off a been. cliff. Yeah, he's uh, bounced around since he left uh, Kansas City after their day. They went to two straight World Series and won a title, but Eric Hosmer, I kind of didn't like him. The way You're not putting on the backpack nah, in his the honor. way they were performing and profiling, but it is what it is. But uh, Eric Hosmer hangs up the old cleats after 13 MLB seasons, so congratulations to him. College hoops last night, Big Ten men. Iowa beat Michigan State on the road, 78-71. Michigan State have been kind of uh, percolating a little bit yeah. here as of late. Iowa, they just upset Wisconsin this past weekend, so the the Hawkeyes, who had just lost to Maryland, win at East Lansing. Top 25 last night. It was number 15, Creighton, blowing out. Number one, UConn, 85-66. Danny Hurley basically saying, I sucked, they sucked, we sucked. And we basically paraphrasing. Got what we deserve. Number 25, BYU, beat number 11, Baylor, 78-71. In an upset here, it was Utah State 68-63 over number 19, San Diego State. This day in sports history, it is February the 21st, 1980. In Lake Placid, Eric Hyden won the 1,500-meter speed skate. Fourth of what be five gold medals as he swept the gold medal round there. And we talk about great individual achievements in sports, and we kind of forget. Yeah. What he did that, because I mean, the U.S. hockey team, which right. we'll talk about during the appropriate date, they were the big story. But Eric Hyden was a monster 44 years ago in Lake Placid, New York. Bob, the thing I remember about his leg, his thighs, you know, because they're skating all the time, his thighs were huge. You know, the power and the speed that he had skating. Hey, I, it was awesome, you know, to watch at that time. I mean, between that and the hockey games... It was it was an awesome Olympics. Yeah, he was a huge story back then. His sister Beth Hyden, she wasn't was bad too, either. Yeah. But Eric Hyden won the fourth of what would be five gold medals on this date in 1980. College hoops, 1981. Maryland, anyway. Cole Fieldhouse, 20th ranked Maryland, blows out. Well, hammers. I don't know handles. I don't want to get too hyperbole here. 94-80 over fifth ranked Wake Forest. Albert King at 28. Buck Williams, 18 points, 9 boards. Ernie Graham, who we talked to yesterday. Greg Manning had 16 each in the win for the Turtles. Down at Cameron Indoor Stadium, 1983. Maryland beat Duke, 101-90. Adrian Branch had 27. Ben Coleman had 23 points. 
14 boards. Jeff Atkins had 16 as the Terps get a win on their way to the NCAA tournament. 1985, as we praised Lefty yesterday at Coldfield House. Maryland beats Towson 91-39. It was Lefty's 500th career win. Nice. Well, not really, because they had lost four straight in the league. <laughs> they lost to Duke, and they lost to Clemson in North Carolina. So he finally got that 500 against Terry Truax, Maryland guy, down at Cole. Lefty would win 786 games for his career. Adrian Brandt's 20 on that night, by the way. Len Bias and Jeff Baxter had 14 each. And then on this day, 25 years ago, down in Atlanta, fifth right, Maryland destroys Georgia Tech, 91-60. Steve Francis had 22. Laurent Profit, 17. Terrence Morris, 13. And then freshman skinny out of Calvert Hall guard, Juan Dixon at 12 as the Terps handled their business against the Yellow Jackets. It's Vinny at Haney, 105.7. The fan will come back. Talk about the new college football playoff format. If you have an issue with that, we'll get into it. Ravens free agency, NFL free agency less than a month away. Matty BK, what do you do? Do you extend? Do you franchise? What's the dilemma there for Eric DaCosta? The Orioles, are you cool with Cole Urban? Cordell didn't seem to over-enthuse with him being part of the five-man rotation. How do you feel? Is a trade something that... This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Needs to happen. Taking sports to a whole new level. 105.7 The Fan. It's a polarizing figure. There are people out there that believe that whatever Michigan does is tainted. That's up to you to decide. But hail, hail Michigan. They are the champions of college football 2023. ESPN on the call as the Michigan Wolverines, a couple of months ago, pretty much, won the national championship. College football for the first time since 1997. Since then, Jim Harbaugh has moved on to the NFL, where he will coach the Los Angeles Chargers, and we'll wish him the best of luck. We'll be talking about him a lot because they, the Chargers, will play the Ravens in 2024. But big change yesterday to the playoff format, five and seven model. It was six and six. So it's the five highest-rated conference champions, and then seven at-large bids will get into the new expanded field. For instance, if the playoff model was the way it is now, was in place a couple of months back, Michigan, Washington, Texas, and Alabama were all good anyway. Mm -hmm. Florida State would have got the fifth automatic bid. 
Georgia, Ohio State, Oregon, Missouri, Penn State, Ole Miss, and Oklahoma would have rounded out the field. Hmm. So the top four would have got buys. Right. And then five through 12 would have been uh, handling their business in a playoff scenario. Notre Dame, for instance, would have been on the outside looking in. Right. And I'm guessing Notre Dame. Because of their independent right. status. Notre Dame went along with the 5-7 model figuring, listen, if we're not in the top 12, we don't deserve to be anyhow, would be my thinking. I know they play some ACC games, but to me, they're independent. So, yeah, they. I, I think it's a – you're going to get the 12 best teams. I, I like it. I think it's good. We talked about it yesterday. I think the bowl games suck right now other than the games that matter because guys don't play. Now you're going to all, – all these teams now, before you had four teams where everybody played. Now you're going to have 12. You know, so I think it's much better for the game. And you're talking about money. It's, it's better for the TV networks. Creates much more excitement. And, you know, it's going to be interesting, Bob. Just like, you know, with basketball, how many times does, you know, the favorite not win? So, uh, you know, they get knocked off or, or right. you know. You Most go, of the time. Right. So, I mean, I, I think it's going to be great. Now, if you're, say, the six seed, just throwing that out randomly, mm-hmm. are your stars still playing? Are they still more inclined to do so? Because at the end of the day, yeah, you want to win the national title, but you also want to pursue a pro career and do it with uh, I, 100% health. I would say this, Bob. If, if I'm out scouting and I'm looking at a guy, which games am I going to look at? Those are the games I'm going to. Those are the games I'm studying. Those are the games that are most important because it's it's best on best. That's what I want to see. I think you can improve your stock a ton playing in those types of games. Yeah, like five would have played Florida State would have played Oklahoma. Oklahoma's got Johnny All American safety, and he's like, well, we're fifty point underdogs. I mean, yeah, it's a playoff and anything can happen, but would I be better served sitting this one out or should I just start concentrating on the next level for me? I I would think, Bob, that the... Or is it all about the team again in that scenario? I I would think that, you know, you're in it to win it, I would think. I I think players would get on... You know, like if you're playing Peach Bowl or one of those other games, hey, do what's best for you. This is about... hey. We're here to win a national. We got a shot to win a national championship. You owe it to the team. You know, if if you if you're planning on if we're in the the top twelve and you're not going to play, get out now. Yeah, and what it does, it gives us as the fans something more to look forward no to doubt. with the bowl games. Opens opportunities. I mean, for Georgia, for instance, they were the number one team. They hadn't lost in two years. They lose in the conference championship game. They miss the playoffs. Florida State, because they lost their starting quarterback and yep. others, they were undefeated and they were out and half of the dudes that could have played didn't play in that bowl embarrassment to Georgia. What it does, it gives the fan something more to look forward to because even in the olden days when the polls were decided, deciding the national champion, yep. hey, USC's playing Michigan in the Rose Bowl and neither team has a chance to win unless something crazy happens in other bowl games, they still played and it was still a great game to watch. Yeah. Many memorable Rose Bowls and Sugar Bowls, Cotton Bowls, etc. were played. But 
Joe Montana against Houston in 79, his last game, when they came from 35-whatever down. It's a memorable game that had no bearing whatsoever on the national championship. That would never happen today. Yeah, I I, I agree wholeheartedly with you, Bob. I, I just think, you know, it makes it easier for the committee, you know, because now now it's it's like basketball bob like then they added like what 64 to 68 to get more teams in cuz they said money 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 yeah not enough right so it'll later be like 400 <laughs> and they're already with 400 schools and 588 the fan so that's the new playoff model great for the fan espn just spent a bazillion more dollars yes, to keep did. those rights so that's all that's mattering there but will these games be more competitive i'm still thinking in college football, there's still levels. I mean, the four or five best teams. What do you think the spread would have st- been, Bob? Oki, Oklahoma, Florida State. With Florida State at full strength or no? Well, because they're still the five seed, right? Without the um, <laughs> the quarterback, wasn't going to play probably, right? That would. Oh, he was done. Yeah, yeah I'm guessing Oklahoma might have been favored in that game. Right. Right, but I mean, it wasn't going to be thirty points. No, no, yeah. no, no. Like the Georgia game was an embarrassment. Right. Yeah. It, was, it was like the NBA All Star game. Yeah, well, everybody checked out. Yeah, it's 5881057 the fan. Fun house, you don't want to check out of that. Coming up next, news from the desk coming up top of the hour. Let's count that midweek money with buy or sell. Walt Williams, the wizard, we'll talk about the turps with him. Losing another one. Uh, things are running. Things are running low on time for Kevin Willard as they take it on the chin. Hey, they covered, and I guess in the eyes of some, that's all that matters, right? Vinny and Haiti, put your headphones in. And ignore your co-workers. 105.7 The Fan. Good evening, Haiti. 105.7 The Fan. Woman Crush Wednesday. You pick the songs. Favorite female artist or band at 410583. 105.7. Bob Haiti, Vinny Serrato, Nolan McGraw. Got news from the Nest coming up. Top of the hour, Gino Stone was on NFL Network. Going to hear from him as he approaches free agency with a little leverage. How much remains to be seen? Count that midweek money at 12.15 by herself. And then the Wizard Walt Williams will be joining us. Talk about Maryland's latest loss. Four games left in the regular season. How do you try to accomplish positive things with your team reeling? Losers of five of six. Uh, Orioles, they're down in Florida. Exhibition opener coming up. On Saturday against Boston, Rich Dubrop. We'll talk to him coming up at one thirty from BaltimoreBaseball.com. Brandon Hyde did say to the media today, Nolan, that uh, he does not know who the opening day pitch, well, pitcher for Saturday will be. He'll know tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, it could be could be anybody. I mean, you're probably looking for someone that they want to get more work in. I imagine it's not going to be Corbin Burns. It's not like we're talking about opening day here. So, yeah, it could be anybody. Could be a bullpen game. Could be just one inning at a time. Who knows? It's going to be all of the above. Right. Burns will be March 28th yes. against the Angels. We Correct. know that for sure. But either way, we're getting creepy closer and closer to the Orioles looking to defend that American League East championship. So, Nolan, how are you feeling on this Feeling good. You day? know, they've been talking a lot about uh, Jorge Mateo Jorge. spring training. Yes. Not necessarily uh, in the infield, though. Getting a lot of work in center field. He said that he's been working on it five days a week. Uh, so something that started as just a little rumbling from Mike Elias, that, oh, maybe we'll get him some work elsewhere. Seems like it's a full-on effort to get him some play time in the outfield. He's going to be a utility guy this year. He's not going to start at shortstop. He'll get his innings there for sure. He was playing second base 
in winter baseball as well. He knows his role. He brings speed, which is plus-plus for sure, but he had that prolonged slump, which was detrimental to him and to the Orioles' offense after the brilliant April. Just hit 240. Not asking you to be Rod Carew. Just get on base. Be someone that can change the game or impact the game with his legs. And he's got a little bit of pop, too, let's not forget. But he had a dismal offensive season in 2023. But they obviously still like him. That's why he's around. And that's why he's someone who's probably coming north with the team on March 28th. Yeah, with the new base stealing rules that changed last year, you'd hate to kick a guy like that to the curb just because that speed is now a, an X factor again in the game where it wasn't for a stretch of years. But, yeah, you can't steal a base if you don't get on base. Can't steal first, Nolan. That's the time-honored uh, saying there. It's video at Haiti, 1057 The Fan. Let's go to the fun house. Quick draws, fun house. The rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. I like that quick draw. 1057 The Fan. Start here with Matt in Baltimore. Says, question for Bob. Are the Terps a team that could get an invitation to the NIT? If they were invited, would they even accept? Well, I don't know if they get an NIT invite. NIT's different now. It's no longer at Madison Square Garden. It's bouncing all over the place. They had Turgeon teams. Remember, Herders last year, 2018, was better than this team, and they didn't get invited. So I'm guessing, I don't know. Who are you developing, by the way, if you're Kevin Hurt or excuse me, Kevin Willard in a playoff? I guess you want Lamoth to maybe get some minutes, and Harris Smith and Kaiser made a couple of threes last night. But, and I'm more of the, this is me speaking. Let's get it over with. Like my mom used to say to my dad way back when. Let's get it over with. Yeah. Maybe Jameer Young. I mean, Let's he's on his way out. Over with. Yeah. Young could be chasing milestones. Who nah. knows? Deal with it when we get there. Yes. Another one here on Maryland says, uh, what happened to all the Mark Turgeon haters? You just mentioned him there. Uh, at least his teams would win several big games in the regular season. Well, he got to one Sweet 16. That was eight years ago with a team that was expected to be a fine, they were number two in the polls at one time. That turned out to be an absolute disaster. Turgeon, Damon Evans didn't see eye to eye. Change was made. Kevin Willer was brought in. Took that team to the NCAA tournament last year. Won a game. I don't need to read the Wikipedia page for you. But this year, expectations were much higher than this. We had Jerry Palm on, who we probably should bring on here soon, as we're getting into March Madness from CBS. He said they're going to be really good. Oops. Hmm. Another one here, Texter says, how come every year uh, fans think that the Ravens have great weapons? Then at the end of the year, they feel like they need more weapons. When do they face reality that Lamar isn't the quarterback that's going to make the wide receivers around him better uh, and put up big passing numbers in general? They had, what, 3,700 yards. You know, I mean, that was pretty good for Lamar. I mean, it's the highest he's ever had. And he didn't, you know, he didn't play 17 games. So I, I think that that's, that's wrong. I mean, they had excellent weapons. You know, Andrews got hurt. You know, Odell missed some time. But they look at what Zay Flowers did. I mean, he would have been, you know, in the rookie of the year candidacy. And they just need to get Bateman. Likely was a beast once Andrews went down. Yeah, see, I, I, I thought the passing game, because there was not the complaints of, and there wasn't hearing it from, you know, like watching games 
Well, you just got to get, you know, make Lamar stay in the pocket and make him throw. He didn't hear that anymore. Last one here from Chris says, if I'm DaCosta and the Ravens, I'm doing whatever it takes to keep Matt at BK based on the philosophy of strength up the middle. You got Roquan Smith. You got Kyle Hamilton. Complete the trio there with Matt Abike. There's no way. Matt Abike is going to be a Raven. Period. He's going to be a Raven. They have total control over Justin Matt Abike, whether they get a contract or they can franchise tag him. It's 88 The Fed. More Ravens next. News from the Nest. Stay tuned for that. Going to hear from Geno Stone, who looks like will be a former Raven as he hits free agency. We'll count our money at 12-15, hopefully with buy or sell. Then we'll talk to the Wizard Walt Williams about this disappointing Maryland season and looking ahead a little bit to the future and get Walt's thoughts on Lefty Drizzell. Walt didn't play for Lefty, but he grew up a Maryland fan, so he certainly, and he's met him a thousand times, Walt certainly has some Lefty stories. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.